Big Bitch Energy. Big Bitch Energy. Hey, hey, hey. (laughs) What's up? This is the Big Bitch Energy Podcast with me, Sharon Palm. And Sue's Ball Out. From Lincoln Lodge. Hey. Hey. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Here we are, Suze and myself, uh, about to talk about some heavy stuff. <laughs> no Ooh. pun intended, Ooh. but the pun was intended uh, yes. because big bitch energy is us talking about being fat bitches. Yeah. And all of the complexities <laughs> behind body image, mm-hmm. diet culture, um, how people just move about differently depending on what they look like. Um how culture influences how we move about in our bodies, um, literally everything. If you have skin, you're in. Yeah. Yeah. No, that was so beautifully <laughs> said. I was like, no, you just took the words right out of my mouth. Like, <sighs> no, absolutely. Yeah. Well, Suze, uh, you're a comedian, and I myself am also a comedian. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. we met one fateful day outside of an open mic. Your open mic. My open mic. Yeah. That's correct. Uh, yes, at the infamous um, Hamburger Mary's. Uh, yeah. Uh, and <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, that was what? Was that 2015? 2016. Okay. No, it, I moved here in 2016. So yeah. it was probably like oh. end of 2016 to 2017 maybe. Got it. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Time after 20. It still feels like 2016 was last year to me. So. Oh my God. Um, it's incredible. COVID ruined time for me. I don't know ruined time for me too when anything yeah no that feels like maybe 10 years ago now every day i wake up and i'm like (laughs) (laughs) um but yes we met yeah um and i think throughout our whole friendship one thing we've always related on is just no i'm sorry i weird i do body stuff yes no so sorry to cut you off i cornered sharon this is what i this is how i like to tell the story is i cornered you and made you talk to me until 2 (laughs) a.m But you it, didn't make at Seven Eleven, I think we were like outside. Seven, it's like the mic finished. Like we, there was you're like, I'm to gonna go. go get like a pack of smokes, and yeah. that we went to Seven Eleven, and that, and you were like, I could have left at any time. I was like, I don't think so. I <laughs> listen. Uh, I wish more people would just walk up to well. <laughs> I wish more people would walk up to other people and just announce that they would like friendship. Right. Um, I guess the way that you did it was cool. But you were just like, hey, you want to be friends. I like that. It was direct. Yeah. And I did want to be your friend. You were so cool. I mean, you are cool. Well, yeah. <laughs> you were so cool. You were so cool. But like you, you definitely ran a, a fantastic mic. And, well, thank you. But like you were saying, it definitely, we, we found so many similarities in our life that mm-hmm. just, we yeah. were like, oh my God. <laughs> that largely come from how we feel in our bodies, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And I, um, I mean, we both have our reasons, right? So Suze, what is your fat origin story? Oh my God. <sighs> like the moment that I realized like, <laughs> you're fat. You're fat. Yeah. I honestly, it was probably, I, I used to play soccer. Yes. Uh, the Kicking Cougars was our, <laughs> don't laugh. At that beautiful name. Um, but uh, I played for the Kicking Cougars and everyone was like, oh, yeah, we got like a training bra. I'm like, I have a bra. Like, that's <laughs> it. That was I went straight to bra. I didn't have that like in between phase. Like, so that's when I really realized I was like puberty kind of hit hard for me. And I was like, oh, but I'm also, different. Um, what are we training titties to do? <laughs> I, I honestly it's I feel like training bras were just to hide the nipples that you were forming but the training is such a strange 
word for it. Beginner bra. I think they should have just called it a bralette. Just call it what it is. I mean, they still have those. Yeah. But that's what a training bra But that's how you knew like. that your body was different than everyone else's around you. It was like your first sign was like you had tickle bitties. Yeah. And no one else did. Exactly. Um, I had the underwire uncomfortable bra. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, yeah, because so. they don't make... At least at that time, we weren't making big bras for no. big-titted young girls. <laughs> <laughs> right? You couldn't go into, like, the no, junior yeah. section anywhere and just find, like, a cute bra that held, like, double Ds on a nine-year-old. You know, and like, no it, it just ha- wasn't, well... I mean, like, I w- uh, my mom, like, loved Macy's and sure. le- loved Macy's, like... So we would always go to the Macy's, like, women's section, mm-hmm. and that's where I'd find my stuff. Or JCPenney. Right. Right. And I think, uh, well, so you realized that you were fat because of your boobs. Yeah. And um, I realized it, I guess, because, well, my body started changing um, right around the time that I lived with my grandparents in Arkansas. And uh, they were very much like, you can't go to bed or do anything until your food is done. And they made potatoes and meat, like heavy <sighs> stuff. And, a Midwest meal. Well, this was Arkansas. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. I, that's still white, though. It sure, well, <laughs> even more so, actually. <laughs> uh, and yeah, they were very much like we. Well, there were nights where we sitting up until almost one in the morning. She'd be like, mm-hmm. "Eat your fucking steak." Yeah, one in the morning. Oh, for sure. Oh my god. But we couldn't like stay up late and watch Cartoon Network sometimes. Like, chill out, Grandma. Anyway, <laughs> um, <laughs> we had to eat all our food, and my uh, I have siblings, right? And one of my siblings was there with me as well. And she had a really hard time eating uh, like that amount of meat and potatoes every Mm -hmm. single day. Mm -hmm. And she would throw up sometimes and then she'd get yelled at for it. And so she'd sneak her food in a napkin and give it to me under the table. And I started eating her food for her. And then (laughs) at first I didn't feel good. I mean, Mm -hmm. I felt like shit Mm -hmm. for a very long time. Mm -hmm. And then at a certain point, my body just got accustomed like eating more food Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know what i mean and then and then all of a sudden it's like you don't need a second helping of those potatoes oh yeah um maybe we should take a longer walk um instead of watching this movie or you know it was like people always trying to be sneaky about me exercising or trying to find like sneaky roundabout ways to get me to like do an activity and i'm like (laughs) i'm not like bed bound like i'd like to do stuff no 100 percent. But they were like, do it because you're fat. Do it because because you're fat. You're not. Yeah. No, that's exactly how I grew up, too. Like, my parents put me in a training with, like, varsity soccer girls. And they were, like, they were varsity soccer. And I was this chubby, white Arab girl that, like, was scared of the world. Like, I just, I think that it was an insane expectation to have. I feel like I, I did get really strong. I did have a like a crazy strong core at like a very young age which is hilarious to me but mm-hmm. i think it it definitely made me not want to work out for a very long time like i really oh was God. like i i don't want to go to the gym that's traumatizing now right i yeah. played softball and i played basketball and mm-hmm. i played basketball when i was living with my grandparents too mm-hmm. and my grandpa would take me to uh practices early um and make me do like oh sprints mm-hmm. because he said i had to like catch up with everyone else but then everyone else would get there to practice and i'd be worn out already right which made it even more embarrassing 
You know yeah, what I mean? And no, I, 100%. And I was like too like ashamed to tell anyone like, oh yeah, he makes me run before you all get here. Like it, I already felt ostracized mm-hmm. being around a bunch of kids who are already thinner than me doing an activity where I know I'm the slowest. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then he made it so I was even slower and it just made it like more obvious. It was almost like he made me a spectacle, mm-hmm. but he thought that he was like disciplining me or something. It's so funny that um, like... I don't know. My family definitely thought like being meaner would help me like snap out of like being fat. No, my parents were my first bullies, dude. They were my first bullies, too. Yeah, they're your first bullies, man. 100%. That's how they will identify it at school. You're like, yeah, that's what my parents do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad we can oh, laugh yeah? about it. Well, my now. mom called me worse, bitch. So yeah, let's make it a competition. Well, that's another similarity of our Sue's is that our relationships with our mothers are pretty similar, mm-hmm. um, especially when it comes to like weight. Um, mm-hmm. But there are some differences. Uh, you know, I look so much like my grandmother, mm-hmm. um, not the one I lived with. Uh, mm-hmm. The other one. And, <laughs> um, I was like, I forgot how many grandparents people typically have. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, apparently I'm her spitting image like we are just the same Mm -hmm. um i never met her in real life because she passed away before i was born but Mm -hmm. we are twins and so even seeing pictures of her as like a 40 year old 40 something year old woman because she passed away when she was 50 unfortunately Mm -hmm. i'm like oh that's like what i'm gonna look like okay cool oops uh yeah no my i look just like my dad's grandma who i i didn't particularly like but Mm. i think also like it was one of those things where it's like you look like her because you're fat like people will be like you look like melissa mccarthy i'm like no i don't oh my god no i don't look like melissa mccarthy you you, i do comedy so you're like oh she's a hilarious fat comedian funny fat chick but like i mean not as much not as much anymore she's definitely she you know we're just like a pl- i feel like i should have said like plus size lady she's plus a plus size, size lady well ugh, stupid <laughs> i mean fat isn't bad either <laughs> no we like i mean we've talked about this i mm-hmm. like i mean not always because of how other people react to it mm-hmm. cuz you're like i'm fat and then people are like <gasps> oh my god you're she not said it out loud you're not fat <laughs> you're you're not fat <laughs> You're not. Oh, I hate that. People who love you and care about you, you know, and they're Mm -hmm. your homies and they'll look at you when you're having a bad day and you're like, I feel fat or whatever. They're like, you're not fat. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, you dumb idiot. (laughs) Yes, I am. Why are you talking down to me? Like, I don't know what like it's okay yeah. to agree with what i'm saying mm-hmm. like i physically yes i am i got i got the it's jelly it's not an insult and beyonce warned us when we were young you know <laughs> people weren't going to be ready for the jelly they weren't going to be ready for it <laughs> <laughs> you're not ready for we it we derailed yeah. oh i look like my grandma no oh yeah what I was just going to say that my mom treated me a little differently Mm. when it came to weight because she was so like, oh, my God, you look just like my mom. And, Mm. you know, but then I'd watch her like restrict what my sister ate. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But then I'd like have a bowl of chips and then she'd be like, really? She'd always give me like weird looks, like sympathetic, Mm -hmm. sad puppy looks. Mm -hmm. Or she would try to do things like she would portion out. She's like, well, the back of the bag says you can have 16 chips or um, you can have one half of this cupcake. You know what I mean? Then she tried to like measure it out. But then it was just like or she would 
do something on the flip where she thought she was being like super nice about it. Mm-hmm. And she like take my pants mm-hmm. and then she put both her legs in one pant leg and then be like, look at me. And I'm like, that's. Oh my God. This isn't uh, fun for me. <laughs> Doesn't make I don't know. Feel very I don't know. I don't know about you, but like when my family made fun of me in the in those kind of ways, they'd be like, "Well," and I'd get offended. They'd be like, "Why can't you take a joke? Why can't you? Why do you take things so personally?" <gasps> so they were gaslighting you. They would just gaslit you. They just like I don't know. My family did that all the time. I remember. <laughs> I this is just the the food thing like I remember like being in the kitchen and my parents would be in the living room and they'd be like we hear you eating in there it's like yeah I'm in the fucking kitchen I'm gonna be snacking on some crackers they I hear you eating in there. <laughs> it's just like everything was get back like, downstairs like, <laughs> get back to the it's basement like, yeah no 100 percent I mean, I'll never forget when I lived with my aunt and uncle mm-hmm. and my grandparents came to visit mm-hmm. and uh, and everyone was eating and everyone was having a good day. Mm-hmm. And my uh, my grandpa tells my sister to sit on his lap and then tells my cousin mm-hmm. to sit on his lap, which is so weird. Um, but then me and my other cousin were like, oh, is it our turn? I don't know. And we were young, right? And he was like, oh, well, you guys can't sit on my lap. You'll probably hurt my knees. <laughs> And we were like, what? And my cousin was very much like you, Suze. Like she was, she just had huge. I mean, she just had. She was had a, a lot of chest going on, you know. And so, and people would just be like, "Yeah, I lose weight." And she's like, "How can I lose this?" You know, no, one hundred percent. How do you do that? But um, and then we're all we move past it, right? Mm-hmm. Like whatever. And mm-hmm. then we're all eating dinner, and it was like my aunt made salmon and she mm-hmm. made salad, and you know she always made awesome, healthy food. I think and. Um, I'd actually lost so much weight living mm-hmm. with them just naturally because she was just cooking all my meals. Mm-hmm. Um, and I ate the same thing as everyone else. Mm-hmm. That's a big one. Mm-hmm. Um, but I went to get, yeah, more potatoes. And then he was like, Sharon, put those down. You really want to ruin all the weight you lost. Oh and then I was just like, and then nobody said anything. Yeah. Like nobody said anything. Mm-hmm. And I just remember my face getting hot and red and like no one was looking for like no one was looking at me no one was coming to my defense and i just remember i just like got up quietly i just like ran upstairs and i just like sobbed i'm so sorry it's okay you know but those are the things that like shape how we um how we move about you know you mm-hmm. get older and you can choose better people to be around you know you have the no, choice 100%. but like things like that just stick with you mm-hmm. you know even sometimes now I like go to eat something and then I just hear that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, you're hungry. Yeah. Eat. Yeah. Sometimes I say things too. And my friend Shay is like, hey, Sue's like, you don't, you don't have to do that anymore. Like, you're safe now. Oh. Like, you don't have to like live in that fear yeah. anymore. And that's like very comforting because it's like, I think that until you kind of, like start to heal from that kind of trauma, you're just gonna kind of relive it over and over and it's gonna come up over again in your older years and you're just gonna like see the cycle repeat until you're like, oh wait, like it starts with me, this starts with me. Mm -hmm. Like, yes, all of those things happened when I was younger, but now I have, is is the word like autonomy? I have the, I have the, 
We have the agency. To I have the agency to better make decisions yes, exactly. for yourself, not because someone's telling you to make those. Oh my gosh, I keep hitting everything. Not because <laughs> other people are telling you to make the decisions, but because yeah. you're like, this is coming from my, like my well of knowledge. One hundred percent. I think that something that we've talked about before too is like our bodies are going to fluctuate. Mm. Like we're just going to fluctuate. Like some days I'm going to eat a lot and other days I'm not going to. Did you know that you need to eat more calories when you're on your period? You eat two to 300 more calories when you have your period than just like on regular days. So if you feel like you're like, oh my God, I'm so hungry right now. Yeah, it's because your body wants more food. So listen to your body. Listen to what your body needs. I've I've done every single diet. Ever South Beach Atkins like those old school yo well diets that's something else we've touched on too right I think mm. one of the earliest jokes I wrote was about how my dad got me Nutrisystem <laughs> that's my favorite joke well <laughs> I was thinking about the other day because you. He wanted you to have Nutrisystem. I'm not going to explain your joke. I'm not oh, going to explain your joke. I'm so sorry. You're I'm so, so sorry. Fine. But please tell um, it if you can. No. Well, yeah. I just he he bought me Nutrisystem mm-hmm. um, as a birthday present, <laughs> and I mean just insane. And I'm like, why did you get this for me? Yeah. And he was like, well, you you know you don't ever have boyfriends. <laughs> you you know don't bring any guys home. You know, and maybe it's just time that we work on you losing some weight so you can feel more confident. And I had never gone to my dad and said, Dad, I feel so insecure about my weight. You know, I definitely had my moments, but, Mm -hmm. you know, ultimately I felt like I was pretty comfy in my skin, all things considered, Mm -hmm. when I was a teenager. And so it just was even more insulting. I was like, you just like put this on me. Right. You know, and Nutrisystem was not cheap, by the way. Oh that my shit God. was expensive for he, plastic food. You know what? Jokes on him, okay? Because he had to throw so much of that food out. After like a couple of weeks, I was like, "Fuck this!" Yeah. Ugh, even the snacks. I mean, this was like fourteen, fifteen years, or sixteen, seventeen years ago. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> it was not the food was not yummy, and the thing that mm. made it worse when I was like saying earlier, like when I lived my uncle, we all ate the same stuff. I wasn't mm-hmm. losing weight because they were making me special food, different from everyone else. Mm-hmm. You know, he mm-hmm. put me in a position where I had to eat not only different food, but very obviously diet food. Yes. No, 100%. It's not inconspicuous. I'm sorry, but the honey mustard pretzel slapped. I don't. They were really good. <laughs> but the pizza, bullshit. The pizza Bull- was bullshit. Was bullshit. Like, uh, I would have rather had gotten, like, a, a Lunchables pack with that pizza than the shit that they gave us in Nutrisystem. You guys had Lunchables? Not all the time. The oh. nacho ones were the only ones that my mom let me get. So we always bought cracker stackers because <laughs> we were really poor. You guys had Lunchables? Yeah. You guys, remember the bacon I mean, ones? Uh, but yeah. Also, but yeah, it was just you, alienating. But, but he oh, he wanted you. He wanted me to. Yeah, it was. He wanted it to look different. Like he wanted it to be obvious. It was almost like shaming me mm-hmm. into losing weight. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like and, and like we lived with uh, my dad's girlfriend Mm-hmm. And her two daughters mm-hmm. and my sister, who were all thinner than me. And it was just like, it would just sucked. Mm-hmm. And not only that, but it was almost like he'd come home with like 
KFC or mm-hmm. pizza, or, and, and mm-hmm. just be like, "Oh yeah, digging guys." And then he'd be like, "Well, Sharon, your things in the in the freezer. You didn't even make it for me. Like I had to prepare it myself. You no, know? Are you? Yeah. Everyone be cracking open sodas and chowing down on pizza, and I'd be like, "I'm gonna enjoy my freaking spaghetti and one meatball." <laughs> <laughs> No, like that's like three bites, and then it, it made me so mad, Suze, mm-hmm. that because I could drive at this time, I would go out middle of the night, go through a drive through, and I just eat the fuck. I would eat the oh. fuck out of whatever I wanted. So it was almost like that I is, was like rebelling against yeah. it. Like, well, I'm gonna find a way to eat what I want anyway. Well, that was the thing that we can control. Yes. Like I felt like I I couldn't control a lot of aspects of my life, but what I could was what I was able to put in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> But like candy and like all the sugar. Yeah. All the sugar. Right. And that's something else, too, is like I know we talked a little bit about our backgrounds, um, which I think is really cool that we we just we come from different family upbringings, but also not so different. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I know like I come from dysfunction, Mm -hmm. um, you know, drug addiction, all these super fun things Mm -hmm. and it just meant that we didn't have access to any food at any time Mm -hmm. you know oftentimes we just had what we could get at the uh, food stamp place you know you like walking to this like little place they try to make it look like a grocery store Mm -hmm. Um, or like food drives people Mm -hmm. dropping food off Catholic charities oh my god like Mm -hmm. you just took what you could get Mm -hmm. a lot of times or you'd eat lunch at school Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and school lunch school lunches were not nutritious they were not shit Mm -mm. at all Mm -mm. Um, and so yeah I mean I remember there was probably a year where we had Wendy's almost every day because we lived right next to a Wendy's like it was right next to our apartment complex Mm -hmm. And it was like, here's $5, just go get what you want. Because mm-hmm. it was easy. Mm-hmm. No, 100%. I, I kind of had like a little bit of, like a little bit of the opposite where my mom was like an amazing cook. Mm. She was amazing. But I think that the dysfunction of my family really took an effect on me. And also just like food was a reward for oh, a lot of yeah. things. Yes, we talked about that too. Yes, mm-hmm. um, I know. Yeah, for us too, it was like the best they could do sometimes was a candy bar mm-hmm. as like a good thing of the day. Right. So, but then to punish me, to restrict my food, I mean, mm-hmm. it's so messed up. Mm-hmm. It's like you're giving it exactly. to me to be like, hey, good job, but then you're taking it away. <laughs> right. Because I'm doing a bad job? I don't get it. No, 100%. And it really does create like an unhealthy relationship with food mm-hmm. and I think for the longest time there's so much like as I got older there were so many difficult things in my life so many hardships that I had to put all yeah. my focus and attention into that I couldn't think about eating you know healthy food you know mm-hmm. <laughs> well also I found out recently that people with ADHD and I think we both have ADHD, like consistency in their food. So like that's why I I lean a lot towards processed food because it's consistent. Like a bag of chips is always going to be the same, mm-hmm. most likely than like fruit, like blueberries. That's so, so if you have, true. and that happened to me recently. Like I bought one of those like already cut I know I know okay I bought an already <laughs> cut watermelon you sh- I don't want to fucking do it myself sometimes my friends are like that was your first mistake I'm like Shh, no shut up no um but I disagree. I I had like a bad one and now when I look at the fruit I'm like I don't want it because I don't know if it's gonna be good but I do want these cupcakes 
snacks. Yes. Those will be great. Well, also <laughs> processed food um, lasts longer. No, 100%. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that also kind of ties into like how your mental health ties into your relationship with food mm-hmm. and how you take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. And I think something really cool that you said the other day was you were like, you know, a fat person who works out every single day mm-hmm. is probably going to live longer than like a thin person who never, ever exercises. Yeah. Because their cardiovascular health is going to be different. Exactly. And I mean, neither of us are doctors. Wait, right. No. You're not no, a doctor, but right? I, <laughs> But I watch a lot of Instagram and that was... <laughs> Same difference. I also, I just want to say along those lines is like a lot of the times my family would be like, we just want you to be healthy, you know, and we just, you need to lose weight. And I'd be like, here are my blood results. Here are my blood tests. I have, everything's good. So why do I need to lose weight again? What's the reason for that? Mm -hmm. And sometimes I'm like, either you don't like that I'm happy in my own body. Yeah. Or, you know, like I had to accept, I had to accept who I was. But that is so true though, right? Because um, it's why it pisses people off. And it's like something that we talked about before we even started doing this Mm -hmm. is we were, you know, there's that fear because as soon as a fat person does anything on the internet where they're happy or doing their thing or whatever, Mm -hmm. there's always someone who's like, they're promoting obesity. And I'm like, I'm just like literally existing and I'm just like happy and I'm not letting my weight dictate how I live my life. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. you were taught to feel ashamed if you gained any weight. We were taught that fat has a negative connotation. It's an insult. Mm -hmm. Um, Fat people aren't sexually desirable. They're not attractive. You know, Mm -hmm. if you see someone dating a fat person, that means they have no other options, blah, Mm -hmm. blah, blah. And way more so for women and non-men in general. I hate to use her as an example, but Mm. Lizzo. Yeah. Like, she is now in a relationship, and I remember reading comments to one of her videos about her finding love. Like, she was, like, talking about her partner, and she was like, you know, it took me a really long time to get to a point where I was ready to let him in. She said something along those lines. And then the comments were like, no, he's with you because you have money now. No, you are fat. Why would he ever want anyone like... I mean, it was like... The comment section did not pass the vibe check. and But then didn't someone come out and they were like, I, you know, I want to see you uh, perform night after night on tour, dancing, singing, playing the flute. Twerking while playing the flute. Twerking while playing. I mean, the amount of stamina Mm -hmm. it takes to just tour in general, even Mm -hmm. without all that extra stuff. Mm -hmm. And it's like, what? Yeah. She's just not, don't like seeing successful you people. You just don't see, like, well, you just don't like seeing successful people who are successful in the body that you thought that you were going to be like condemned for. Exactly. And, you know, not everyone can help it, mm-hmm. right? And which is a really hard thing for me in my life has been, well, do I want to lose weight? Because then it's like I didn't feel comfortable in my skin before. Mm-hmm. And then you do all this work to feel comfortable in your skin. And like I've been losing weight a little bit like the last few months mm-hmm. um, because I, my doctor said it might help with a different health condition that has nothing to do with me being overweight, mm-hmm. you know, but it, it has everything to do uh, with my hormones, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And that losing weight might provide me some relief. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also this condition makes it really hard to lose weight. So it's like a catch-22 right. in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, but I almost, every time that I see the number on the scale go down, I almost feel like sad or like, 
like a fraud, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. where I just like, I'm like, God, how can I even be talking? I mean, most of my comedy is about living life in a fat body and just mm-hmm. like, how can I be like, how can I advocate for being comfortable in your skin? But now I have the audacity to lose weight. But then I'm like, no, that's so that's not what it's about. But it's just like, no. Because of how other people react to you right. when you lose weight. Right. Oh my God, you look so great. Oh my God, you must be so happy. Da, 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 da. And I'm like, I was happy and I looked great before. Right. Um, I don't even see weight on you. Right. What? What did that mean? <laughs> well, I think that goes back to just like, you know, it just goes to doing it for you. You're mm-hmm. not doing it for other people. You're not doing it for the comments. You're not doing, you know, you're doing that for yourself and it doesn't really matter. I don't owe anyone an explanation. You don't know, you don't owe anyone an explanation. And that's why, why I really wanted to do this in the first place. And I said a little, I said this a little bit before, but I was just like, I really want people to know that your body's going to fluctuate throughout your life. And sometimes you're going to lose weight and sometimes you're going to gain weight and that's okay. And if you're skinny again, that doesn't mean that we're going to stop this podcast. You still have a body. <laughs> you're still a human with a body. I, that I just like, yeah, I'm you know, like, like that's. Yeah. <laughs> Where is she? Welcome to the big ghost energy podcast. Um, we're not talking about ghosts. I just am one now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah no, you're right. You know. um, and that's well, and that's something else that I, I it's not just about big bitch energy in the sense of like we're in a bigger body Mm -hmm. you know it's also just like big bitch energy in the way that you don't care what other people think like i have thin friends who obsess over how they look Mm -hmm. i mean no one is safe Mm -hmm. from feeling any type of way about their bodies i think that i could safely say both parties hate to shop and, and what I mean by both parties, I mean people who are not fat and people who are like, you know, everyone has a problem looking for a pair of pants that fit them correctly. Like, yeah, jeans are mass made. They're not made for you. They're made to fit a majority. You know, mm-hmm. I, I know that I could like walk into a, a store and I know immediately within maybe three seconds if I'm going to find anything. Oh. I know immediately I am not like a casual shopper just because growing up shopping was traumatic. Well, I was going to say because we're, me. we're only a few years apart. Uh, yeah. Where did you have to shop when you were younger? So, like where'd they take you? I literally I was like a young girl shopping at Limited 2, which was for teens and preteens. Um, uh Burlington Coat Factory, sometimes Ross or Marshalls. Like I would find things in the teenager section. I was mostly like I was like nine shopping for teenager clothes because I was a little, I was on the chunky side. Yeah. Which I mean, like I look at pictures now and I'm like I was not that fat. I just think that my parents were trying to dress me f- like I wasn't fat. Isn't it crazy though? Too, it's almost like dysphoric. In a way, because you saw your body so much differently at that time. And then yes. you look back and then you're like, uh-huh. but then it's like, I also am like, I don't want to say I wasn't that fat, like meaning that if I was more fat, that that would be a problem either. Because it right. wouldn't have been. Right. But it's just, yeah, they told you that it was this huge issue. But you're like, I looked like a healthy kid. Yeah. If I saw a kid that looked like this walk down the street. I'm going to be like, whoa. <laughs> no, 100%. You know, someone 100%. called their parents, right? Uh I mean, we. I was taking a dress barn a few times. Mm-hmm. Your grandma used to take you to dress barn, right? Yeah, because they had 
uh, the elastic band on the pants. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I don't know. I mean, I can't imagine that there weren't other places she would have taken me, but that's like what she knew. And also like Lane Bryant at Lane that Bryant. time. <laughs> yeah. And this was also like oh right before the torrid. Mm-hmm days mm. which i definitely have thoughts about that um mm-hmm. <laughs> i mean honestly i am only in torrid if they have a good sale yeah that shit but is so expensive so expensive and it's not always cute you know what i mean it's not the best material either like i'm not trying know. to not trying to not because i do own some articles of clothing from torrid but yeah. like their jeans Dope, mm-hmm. but you know what? I didn't buy their jeans directly from them. I got them from a person on a a, a buy nothing Logan Square page. Uh, yeah, baby, That's thrift the most thrift. Logan Square thing you could have ever recycle said. your clothing. <laughs> <laughs> Big bitch energy about recycling. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, we went to dress bar and went to Lane Bryant. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes Old Navy, mm-hmm. Old Navy is still good to me. Old Navy is still good, but they also got more expansy. I remember there was a time where I could like do so much shopping there mm-hmm. and I was like making no money. You know, anyway, but right. um but yeah, go into those stores or like dollar stores, okay? Mm-hmm. Like if there was a point like Family Dollar still sells clothes, mm-hmm. but when I was growing up, Family Dollar had a bigger clothing section. Like they had like a le- like in Dollar General too. They had like a legit little clothing That's area amazing, of the store. Actually. Yeah. But mm-hmm. most of those clothes were bigger. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But then it was like, it just made it obvious that mm-hmm. I shopped at different places mm-hmm. than everyone else, mm-hmm. really. Um, not just because of the stores themselves, but just because of the money that we had at the time. Mm-hmm. So uh, also the gap in the back, you know, like when you have a butt. And the gap never fit me. The gap, no, not oh, the, the gap, gap store. But oh my god, the, the gap, gap in the back. Yes. The gap in. The, <laughs> I'm sorry. The gap in the back of the jeans. I never had a gap. At in the back of my jeans, I was always like that fat. Like what? I didn't need a belt. Like I never. <laughs> well, it was like so. I, I used to sometimes wear clothes that mm. were too small for me mm. because I so badly wanted to wear the clothes that everyone else was wearing. Mm-hmm. So I thought that I could just like shove and like squeeze mm-hmm. myself into these ill-fitting clothes. Mm-hmm. But like my nickname. Oh my god. <laughs> when I was like I'm in like, like already sad. No, well when I was in third grade they were like Sharon sausages. <gasps> yeah. Oh my god. Because I looked like a kids sausage so popping out of the casing. I mean <sighs> kids are mean. They are mean. Uh yeah, and that sucked, but I I kind of just was like this makes me feel better than wearing like a oversized shirt. But then I hit high right. school and then for like about a year my whole style was jeans, baggy jeans and mm-hmm. big hoodies. Mm-hmm. Like that mm-hmm. was my go-to. It's just what I felt like I could just hide. I I have no style and I still have no style. That's not true. I mean like I don't know. I just don't I ne- I maybe here's the thing. I never really felt girly with plus size clothing like I felt like Mm. either a pirate or (laughs) a floral curtain (laughs) or a maroon a pirate a maroon a maroon tablecloth that's what I felt maroon is a huge plus size color to have is it yeah huh every plus size girl every fat girl has a a, a maroon hoodie in her closet. Oh. 
or a maroon shirt. Go home. (laughs) The first thing you're going to see is a maroon hoodie in your closet. I I was just, you know, years ago, if you Mm -hmm. asked me that question or you said, go look at your closet. Yeah, about five, six years ago, I had a ton (laughs) of maroon stuff. No, but but you bring up a really good point, Mm -hmm. though, because... Because you're restricted in how you can shop, which it means then that you're restricted in how you can present. Yeah. And you can't present the way you want. So then your sense of self is kind of like, well, where do I fit in? You know, where do I fit in? What image can I really exude if I'm just so limited to like these options? Mm -hmm. And, you know, when I got like when I hit like about 20 or so and then I was like okay I'm getting older now like I need to dress differently mm-hmm. and like I was an emo kid in high school uh this is what an elder emo looks like America and uh <laughs> okay like this is an it elder emo. but I thought I couldn't dress like this anymore we so went to hop topic two weeks ago Sharon I, yeah <laughs> I still have the shirt that you bought me from hot topic the Lisa Frank one <laughs> Lisa Frank. Uh, <laughs> that is amazing. I'm so sorry I cut you off, though. No, it's okay. But mm-hmm. I, yeah, I still have that shirt. Um, Hell yeah. And I think about you every time I wear it. Uh, <laughs> but I, yeah, I thought for the longest time I had to present a certain way because mm-hmm. I was like an adult now. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I had a lot of boho stuff. I think that that's always a very heavy style yeah. in in like fat lady clothes, especially, or fat mm-hmm. femme clothes mm-hmm. more the specifically. Tassels. Oh my god, the tassels, the shreds, you know what I'm talking about? Or the, the fringe. Yeah, yes. Why was that on so much Why? stuff? You wash it once, it's ruined. It's ruined. It's ruined. And also the way it accentuates your belly. Yeah. Like I I don't care that I'm showing a belly belly. It just accentuates it in a way that I'm like right. Well now I'm like pulling down my shirt mm-hmm. or I'm like adjusting and I'm like, I don't need to be doing all that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I but it but it but it complicates how you want to present mm-hmm. and yeah I had a ton of maroon stuff I had a maroon mm-hmm. skirt mm-hmm. I had maroon pants I mean you're right that was, I, you know I didn't realize it but you're you're right and then I hit a point when I was like I don't feel excited to wear anything in my closet yeah and I had so many things I was like I don't really want to wear any of this and then I just that's when I was like fuck it I'm mm-hmm. gonna go back to my old ways and that's when I started you know getting band shirts again and wearing yeah. crop tops yo the crop top has liberated me that's I will, amazing I, I wore crop tops and booty shorts all summer long I do not care no that's amazing you look great in them I I am always like where's the other half of the shirt I love <laughs> I just can't not have the other half of the shirt yeah well, also what do they do with them where are they going <laughs> I am I, sorry I don't think they make These the whole the shirt things. and then cut it you know they they make it and they stop at a certain length. No, it's terrible. Liz, but I but hate it. you know what? But you're shedding light <laughs> on the fact that different things, different mm-hmm. choices empower different people. No, 100%. So I feel 100%. awesome in a crop top and yes. you're like, "Give me a full tee, baby." Yeah. Yes. I I honestly have been going thrift shopping more, which I really did not think I can do as a no, as I'm a so plus proud size of you for that. person. Thank you cuz I went with my boyfriend and he's way more of a browser, which like allows me to like sit in the store a little bit longer and that's what you have to do when you go thrift shopping is be there a little bit longer than you want to and then you kind of start finding things because then you're like oh actually this is kind of cute and he has like such a good eye for for thrift clothes so this actually both of these came from the thrift store (gasps) i am 
And this is like I'm a weirdly proud of you. This is like a weird shirt that I feel like I just like I wouldn't have worn, you know, like it's a weird well, cut. Some, but like I don't you know, think so. Getting, I think it looks good. I don't know. It's just it I'll show you after we're done. <laughs> it's a weird it's a weird sleeve, but I think that like when I was not comfortable comfortable in my body, I would have never like been like okay with with dressing in this shirt. You know, really? like I feel like the more comfortable I got, I, the more I was like, all right, now I can expand outside of like yes. the baggy clothes. And that's like something else that I talk about in my comedy a lot is, you know, all the other reasons there are to lose weight besides just the way you look. And one mm-hmm. of those reasons is that you go to any clearance rack mm-hmm. or thrift store, mm-hmm. you're going to find tons of things in extra small, small, mm-hmm. medium, and large. Mm-hmm. Sometimes extra large because extra large is becoming more like just something that you're going to see a lot on mm-hmm. every rack. Mm-hmm. But like if you're any bigger than that, then the clothes that you find that are those sizes are just like outdated. You know, if you're a thrifty mm-hmm. person mm-hmm. and you're able to like make that stuff work, I love following pages of people who get something that you're like, well, that's so gaudy. And then mm-hmm. they like tailor it or cut it in a way. And you're like, holy shit, that's cute. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And I love mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. But that's not always the case. And you're like, this is from Dress Barn. I'm not getting this from the store. No, exactly. Right. Exactly. But if you just like, it is annoying because being our sizes, you have to literally flip through everything mm-hmm. and you have to sometimes make a judgment call because you can't always try that shit on. No, mm-hmm. 100%. I did that yesterday. I saw something and I was like, no, I know it's small. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to try this on a thrift store. Like, I, I, I know if I want something to be a crop top, if it's like a medium or a large, mm-hmm. I know that I can make it work. So, if cutting off that bottom bit bottom eliminates the mm-hmm. issue anyway. See, the titties make it hard for me to do that because this is true. You're, you, it's yes. like the wider chest, like the harder it is to have things like slide down. That is so true. Recently at work, there, we had, we had this like situation where they ordered, sweatshirts that did not work for us and I tried on a 2x and I literally stood there like this like waiting I was like help <laughs> like but it was like a 2x so you're like yo no that should have like every fat bitch has had that moment in a dressing room <laughs> where they were like this I miscalculated I miscalculated yeah. not even every fat bitch I just think like every, every person mm-hmm. has had that moment I mean my partner um, who is mask presenting you know they uh, had that moment and they like tried on these shorts and then they're calling me from the dressing room they're like hey <laughs> and I come in and like because they pulled them up try to get them over their thigh because they thought if they just got it up and over the thigh that uh-huh. they make it work and I was like you're gonna rip the seam and you're gonna have to buy these you're gonna spend twenty dollars on garbage yeah. now mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um exactly. yeah we've all had that experience because sizing is not consistent Sizing is not it's consistent. Not, no. There's some, you know, some brands, it's like, okay, I'm an extra large in their shirt. But in other brands, you have to get a 4XL. And I'm just like, no, this 100%. is, um, there's a really funny comic, uh, Matt Brown, okay, <laughs> uh, little name so job, funny. hi Matt. Um, so funny. Where he's like, yeah, nothing is stopping you from just like <laughs> putting some white out over that size. And I'm just going to be any size I want. <laughs> 
And I'm like, I love that, that kind of. amazing, actually. Like, you remember that show, uh, that reality show? I think it was Next. No, it was Room Raiders. Oh, my. Yeah, where I they could go, that, 100%. Where they could go in, like, the other the person's room before they even meet them. And so many of the guys would, like, be in a closet, be like, aside medium, no thanks. And you're like, What? No, I, I watched the one that Jesse McCartney did where he went in and and he he like walked into this girl, girl's room and she had Claire on her wall and he was like, mm, Claire's c- kind of seems like a virgin. I think that I'm good. I'm going to pass. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I'm oh. a virgin. He's not. He's never going to fall in love with me. He's never going to fall in love with me. He doesn't want my beautiful soul. Um <laughs> You know no. what? That song was misleading because he's like, I don't want another pretty face. I don't want just anyone to hold. I don't want, I don't want my love to go to waste. Want... I just want you and your beautiful soul. He's a liar. He doesn't want his love to go to waste. What? His love to go to waste. His semen to go. I'm sorry. Oh. That's so terrible. I'm so sorry. PT13? <laughs> All right, cool. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, 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 baby. We getting rated B for bitch. <laughs> so I think we've touched on a lot of cool things. Yes. Um, today, we're on big topics. You mm-hmm. know, I know we're going to laugh a lot here, um, but we're also going to have some real moments. Yeah. Right? Uh, and so I just want to thank... Suze for being here with me. Thank you for doing this podcast with me. Yes. I can't wait to talk about more fat shit with you. I can't wait either. Yeah. Um, And I can't wait until we can hear stories from other people Mm -hmm. um, from all walks of life. um, Mm -hmm. Because this isn't just about being a big bitch. This Mm -hmm. is about owning and claiming the space that we have every right to be in. You should tell the people who say that we're promoting um, being fat. Uh, what do we tell them? We're not. That's cool. Keep commenting that because it'll boost engagement. I don't know. You know, <laughs> the haters will make us money inevitably. I, I, I've <laughs> talked about that a lot in therapy, actually. <laughs> <laughs> How to put the haters in a positive reframe. Anyway. Yeah, um, no, 100%. Suze, what's yes. your Instagram handle, babe? Oh, my God. Uh, please follow me at Ball Out Comedy. Uh, that's my Instagram. And mine is more complicated. It's underscore palm period faced. And, uh, so punk rock. So so punk rock. <laughs> it was because it was hacked. Anyway, thank you to Lincoln Launch uh, for letting us talk about big bitch shit um, in their space. And we will see you next time. We'll see ya. Boop, boop. Big, big bitch, bitch energy. energy.